0: TV Wrestling Roundtable Podcast. We are here as always. Uh, This week we are doing something a little bit different and that may become a running theme, we'll say. Uh, We've done the retrospective stuff before, but we were always like picked and choosed and did random things and uh, yeah, Callum ended up watching me young do some stuff. Sort of I think
1: No Mercy 1999 just killed us with that. I don't yeah. think we did a one for a while after that one.
0: I think it broke out anyway. So um, we've decided as it's the tenth anniversary this week. I was recording this um of NXT arrival, the first, essentially the first takeover, would we'll say in the black and gold era of NXT, the black and glory. Um, we're gonna go back, and we're gonna look at some NXT. So, I don't know how it's actually gonna pan out yet. We're not too sure. We'll see how this one goes and how much we enjoy it. And if we want to hit it back up next month or hit it back up in three months, when the net, I don't know what the, what's the next, what's after arrival?
1: The next one is the first takeover, isn't it? Is it? Th- I thought there was one after that. What was the,
0: what was it the first takeover with, with, um, uh the women's title match with Charlotte and uh, natalia
1: um, I That wasn't know. the first
0: takeover, was it?
1: Anyway, yeah, it was it yeah. first oh, takeover? Yeah. Um,
2: I Charlotte Natalya, yeah. And then Fatal Four for the NXT title. No, that's
1: the next one.
2: Oh, that's what? See, yeah. yeah. What, why this, is it getting crossed the, already? The, the first
1: takeover is um winner of. NXT Championship match in this one versus Tyson <laughs> Kidd. Um, <laughs> and then, Kids, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, to be fair, already saying this now, one of my favourite takeover matches ever: Sammy Zayn okay. and Tyler Breeze. Oh, there you go. So, what what date was that one? Oh crap! I've just caused it off. Oh, um, mid May. Mid May. Yeah. yeah. Let's just say mid May. So, feel- so 29th we might end up. Twenty of May. 29th of- yeah. of May.
0: Yeah, we might be visiting May, but you never know. We might. Um start watching NXT.
1: Oh, Christ. I mean, they don't fix the issue that this um, special has of rubbish undercard
2: matches.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll get into that in a minute. So, yeah, this is what we do with NXT Arrival as it's the 10th anniversary. Um, Yeah, I think it's fair to say that the black and gold era of... The original black and gold era of NXT was something special, we'll say. Um, I know it's black and gold again, but we uh, we'll get into it, and we we're gonna do a little. Uh, we've all watched it. We're gonna give our thoughts. We're gonna go do our thing. So, if you've got to the point where you're like, "Ooh, I haven't watched this for ages," pause this, pause this, go and watch it, and then come back, and we'll all talk about it. There you yeah. go. that be good, on it? We'll all have a little chat about it and that. Um. I'm gonna throw it round tables always and then we will get into it, even though you've heard everyone talking already.
1: Uh Adamil okay. Yeah, mate. Um, like I said to you both off podcast, I've I watched Arrival again in like five parts. I just had to keep sort of doing it like as I was cooking, as I was doing whatever. So I ended up watching Neville versus Dallas in the ladder match, which is the main event this morning. So it's quite fresh. Um this is mainly because I've I decided, and Amy hated me for it, but is now into it. That like last week, because we're going watching Stranger Things, the first Shadow, which is the stage play in London next week, or this coming Thursday as we talk about it. I said, "Let's redo our Stranger Things," and she went, "Are you mad? We don't have enough time." So then I said, "Hang on, got me spreadsheet out. Right, <laughs> we have enough time. Bearing in mind, some days we've got to do two in a night, most days we've got to do two in a night, some days we've got to do three in a night, but we have enough time." Um, what? what's your spreadsheet what's this spreadsheet for it's basically the day the episodes how long the episodes are and how many we can fit in so on a typical day it's like we'll do two because it's about two hours right on a Friday when we don't have to get up the next morning we're going to stick another one in it's three hours but season four they're all not an hour long they're all like an hour and 15 or an hour and 20 or like one of them's like two hours to 15 minutes and I'm like well that one's going on it's own clearly. I feel like you live a completely different life to me. Oh, I just—it was one of your those things where like, my and brain stretching. went, "Do this." And, like <laughs> your
0: your planning is second to none. I literally <sighs> white knuckle it through life all day long. Like I don't even know what I'm doing in fifty minutes. The I'll closest
1: we're getting to white knuckling it is this. T- is this Justin Hawkins thing? Or Justin Hawkins, Justin Timberlake thing, right? Like, <laughs> even, even then, right? Us then finding out ever on, being confused, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, us finding out on Tuesday night would then mean that we actually plan it within an inch of its life on Wednesday. So,
0: wow. Yeah, I. Yeah, I. I don't plan nothing. I'm a absolute nightmare. I just like go to life bumbling about. Anyway,
2: Callum, are you okay? You all right? Yeah, speaking of bumbling about, let's go to Callum. Um, Yeah, I'm doing all right. Um, Watched the new Grand Tour yesterday evening, or um, what, the 16th of Feb, when it was uploaded onto Prime Video. Uh, Was the last one, innit? Last but one. They've got one more, which will be out even later on this year or start of next year. It's called Sand Job. And I repeat, I said Sand Job, not any other. Yeah. Exactly. Um, a new job. They've gone for a few risque names in the past, so I'm interested to see what the next one will be called. I like it. I, like it. I haven't
0: watched the the Grand Tour for it. I'll be honest with you, yeah, I don't get a lot of time to do it, anything ever. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm just, life's life's hard. We talking about in work not so long ago, and people were like, I think it was Wednesday. Not it was Wednesday. The show. I think it was getting talked about. And um, everyone went up. Was like, oh yeah, bangs out on the weekends and that. Oh, it was good. And I was like, uh, how many episodes is it? And they were like six or eight. And I was like, oh yeah, I could probably watch that in probably about eight weeks. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, and now what a week. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> like to, to to do what I want to do. That's it. That's all I've got in a week. Um. Anyway. Anyway. NXT arrival. Um. Did you two remember? Oh, if you're watching on YouTube, by the way. Howdy.
1: Um, I'm not doing that again after last week. Okay. <laughs> um,
0: like and subscribe. That's what that's what that's what the kids do. We're gonna pause the video for thirty seconds and see how quick it takes you to like and subscribe. Go. Cool. Let's <laughs> um, Does any of you remember anything about this? Like going in, you were like, "I know the whole card I know who wins. I know what's going on." Like,
1: I I thought I knew. <laughs> the cards, and then all of a sudden, people kept coming out, and I was like, "What?"
0: Yeah, I yeah. didn't even know that the main event happens. I'll be honest with you. Obviously, it did, but in my as I was like, "I have no idea, ends or what happens or what." Um, uh, we'll do what we. I'll do what we do. Um, with normal reactions to a pay per view, ple, but it's pay per view back then. Um. Give me your three-word review
2: of NXT around. Calm. Sammy is insane. <laughs> insane. I'm thinking
0: there might be a hyphen there. Or yeah. four words. Adam.
1: <laughs> Three-match card.
0: Three-match card. I would say um future is bright.
1: Question mark? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: maybe, maybe. Um yeah, everyone looks such a baby face. Yeah. That's that's the first thing I noticed is everyone's a proper baby face. <laughs> uh, except somehow Cesaro looks younger now than he did. <laughs> 10 years ago i don't know quite know how that works but yeah i think rusev is old... better
1: now than he did on, on
0: this. percent, yeah. the glow up of rusev is insane um so we're gonna we're just gonna go through uh so before the uh before the first match uh it was all dark and rumbly when it started um, and then in the shadows we had the cheeky are ready and here comes triple h Doing his thing, little baby face to bleach, little beard. And that I'll be honest with you. Yeah, as I've said, I'm gonna say this a lot. I forgot this happened, but I forgot he did this because he did it, he didn't do it all the time, but he did it like sporadically. Mm-hmm. He did mm-hmm. it on the show and with the eye ready, blah blah, and all that stuff. Proper goosebumps, I got. I was like, Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. like, I was all like, oh, all rocking it. Um, yeah, so that happened, which was delightful. Always good to see them like, and then the uh, the NXT music again, delightful. You're
1: honest, you that. Yeah.
0: What a tune! What a tune that is. Like back in yeah, day. I was
1: like
2: I was in. Amazing. Um, and then we with, had... pre- with credits as well, like with the names of the yeah,
0: yeah that wrestlers. was like... Not new, like well not new, but I didn't know that even was a thing. Like.
2: Yeah, I I always thought that when when I started watching it, which would have been more towards the end of 2014 to 2015, once the UK got the network, I thought it was really helpful for for new viewers to say, oh, that's Bailey, that's Sami Zayn, that's Tyler Breeze. And it's the little things that, that went a long way. And I'm not saying that they should do it on Raw or SmackDown, but at the same time, for people who are watching the show for the first time, it's gonna. it might take a while for them to know which is which, especially if they've been on TV for a while. So I if they, like, say, oh, yeah. that's Cody Rhodes, that's Bianca Belair, that's Becky Lynch, like, it would help for new fans to immediately know who this person is.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I know, obviously it shows the face and then do moves and blah, blah, blah. But mm. it never has the name like, a tag. Like, that's... Loved it. Loved all that. Um, there's Dion. There's Dion, 60 minutes. In. Take a shot. Um, Regal, Saxton, and Phillips on commentary. Three man booth. William Regal on commentary he was something special. He was so. I don't
1: know what, but he was. Uh, yeah. He started making me laugh with how pedantic he was in the main event because he kept talking about Bo Dallas not going under a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> and then Byron, Byron's like, it doesn't matter, yeah. it doesn't
0: matter. And he's like, yeah, it he does well, he's, he's showing fear later on. <laughs> and he's talking about uh, the polar bears, and he's like, the polar bears are extinct or, or going extinct or something like that. And he's got, and he goes, like, I've lasted the four to five years without seeing one, so why are we, like, <laughs> like, like, And even when he's talking about like women, and he's like, yeah, because obviously these are Divas match, and he says something about uh, he's like, yeah, you don't want to uh, go on five pounds short, and you know? And your wages were paid, um, because she'd absolutely batter or something like that. And <laughs> then out just started nowhere, he's like, I just all know I've been married 17 times, so
2: yeah. <laughs> I've got an addiction to wedding cake. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's horrible, <all>, man. <laughs> he's
0: just yeah, just off his cake. Um, so yeah, comedy, and then um I don't know if anybody noticed, but it was uh Mrs. Mrs. Cody Rhodes was the ring announcer.
1: I didn't did. Indeed.
0: Styles.
1: Styles. she or... shows yeah. Yeah. yeah I referred so to She
0: was with AJ back then Weren't she Is that Is that yeah. <laughs> <AJ back then.
1: laughs> You keep um, talking I've got to go turn the plug on Turn the plug on Well my, laptop, my laptop's plugged in But it's just come up saying Your Mac will fall asleep Unless it's plugged in So I'm assuming it's plugged in But I've not flicked the switch Oh come
0: on You do you Oh come on Right, right. first match uh, Sami Zayn versus Cesaro this is when Cesaro was, uh, he was We the People, wasn't yeah. he, with Swagger and mm-hmm. Uncle Zeb? Mm-hmm. So he, he was doing his thing. But they were like, Cesaro was like main roster
2: at this yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this was a few weeks before he won uh, the armbar, like two months mm-hmm. before he won the the Andre Battle Royal. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he won a 30, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah,
2: man. Yeah.
0: So he was like meme and He was dropping down like, uh, this is like the fourth match he's had, mm. and he built it as, Sami Zayn versus Azaro four. Like imagine doing that now. Mm. Yeah, like we've seen it. <laughs> Jesus, unless it's like a best of seven series or something, you're never getting anyone being excited for a fourth match. This, ooh, absolute banger, absolute. Bang or um, both. I mean, Sami Zayn is is unreal, anyway. But um, this match is the first match I remember being like, I need to watch NXT. This is something that is different and it's new, and it felt like Indies. I think like where they were like they went out, and you got to take the first match as well. It was about twenty eight minutes long, like like it wasn't a short match on a two hour show. Like it was a long match, but it was like good. Um, Calum, what was you thinking? What's your uh, what's your thought process? I I know you love Sammy anyway. Um, so this is going to be a proper loving, I think. But go on, what are you? Uh, what was you thinking?
2: So my original thought was, what on earth is this music? Like I was expecting <laughs> yeah, to be yeah. able to flail my arms around to yeah. to Sammy's usual theme tune, and it was so generic. Yeah. Um, there's someone else, Tyler, later on in the night, where it's not um, the usual, um, hey, everyone, it's Tyler, super good-looking, every hair and place, everyone loves this gorgeous <laughs> face. But I think the Sami one was even more shocking. Um, but I mean, I, I've seen this match on a few occasions before because when you started watching NXT and the, the whole program was revolved around Sami Zayn, they, they sort of told you about their his story arc that he had with Cesaro and, and the matches that he had um, sort of leading up to his NXT title win, which happened, I think, at the end of 2014. Um, great match, unsurprisingly. For me, it was just a, a cut above everything else that we saw on the show. Um, as we're going get, to get to later on, I felt everything else was quite developmental level, whereas this was more of a, hey, you could put this on, wrestlemania 30 a few weeks later and it'd be a great match on that show and you know i've lost count on how many takeovers there's been between nxt arrival and the most recent one but i mean this this will go down as one of the best opening matches to a takeover or an nxt special ever for me and you could just drop it on any other takeover that followed it and it would have a place on that show and I'm not certain about the rest, whether any of these other matches that we're going to talk about have that sort of standard. Yeah, I think this definitely what, like, to have this
0: match set the pace was like, okay. Like, mm. this could have been Cesaro, could have been NXT champ, and mm. Sammy could have been uh, challenging for it in the main event. And it yeah. would have the place. It would have been, it's one of their matches that, like, it could be for anything or for nothing. Mm. The way they went about it and did it and yeah, it was just amazing. Uh, Adam, what are you what are you thinking? What are you saying?
1: I like, it was a great opener, like Howans just spoken about. And it, it, it had that element of like Ty, you said about the Indies, in that this card very much felt a sort of this is where we can see it going. These are the people that were putting stock into. But then there were still shades of older creative and older things, especially when we get round to the Divas match and stuff like that. Like there were a lot of stuff that I picked up on that I just thought we're not quite at the evolution yet. We're not quite there yet. Um, but this one, like, you've got Samyu obviously has made his name on the indies, like Cesaro did as well as Claudio. And then pulling them together and sort of going, this is the kind of work rate that we're going for. This is the kind of like, you know. But then ultimately, if you think about the network launching, them trying to get an audience in for NXT, they're going to pull them in with that opening match. How long they stuck around with the subsequent matches is a different story. But maybe that's why, you know, this is one that I think people still talk about. This is one that people still sort of go back to. Um, I've taken it upon myself to make an ongoing list of matches that we rate highly in these uh, black and gold retrospectives. Because nice. I think, like Callum was saying then, like I don't know how many takeovers there's been, but surely this is going to be up there in the Pantheon. So all I'm going to do is I'm just going to write down the one that we rate as the highest on each show, and then we can sort of... Well, yeah, I was
0: going to say, because I, I did it, where it's, you do match of the night. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the way I'd do it. Match of the night.
1: Okay, I'll do that. Um, and then,
0: but that makes sense. And then you get like the the trickle in of if we do NXT shows, you get like, oh, actually, this is this needs to be put in. You yeah. Know, this needs to put in there. Do you know what I mean? But then he, uh, I'm
1: going to keep a course eye as well, and like, so say for example, we give this one four if yeah. there's a takeover in future, which there's probably likely going to be where there are two or three matches that we give, like, 4.5. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to write them down as well. And then yeah. that then maybe sets us up for a nice little ranking video.
0: Mm. Mm. It's all about the content, my friend. <laughs> it's all about the content. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, well, I wrote, like, notes and that, which I love doing anyway when I'm wrestling, as everyone knows. But, um, yeah, like, it was more, like... It was such an underdog story, and I know that's like ridiculous to say because that's been Sammy's shtick for forever. But this really was like the power of Cesaro, like and weirdly, Sami Zayn seemed to spend so much time on the mat, like and and Cesaro standing over him. It was just like even that aesthetic of like him being like, oh god. And then, he, like towards the ends, where Cesaro's like says, "You stay down." Like, what? Why? Why did you keep getting up? And then Sammy gets up, and then he gets knocked down again. And he's like, "Just stay down." And he's like, "No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use you to climb up to make sure I can stand up." Um, it's yeah, it's just some of the stuff you just like. Wow, Sammy is like working every aspect of his. I assume, I assume it. It still is gimme, but I feel like the Sami Zayn he kind of got he understood the assignment straight away with Sami Zayn. Like he knew who Sami Zayn was, who he wanted him to be, how he wanted to do it. And still, 10 years later, to a point, he's still doing it now. Like he's still that underdog. He's still everyone's still rooting for him, everyone's still like gets behind him because he's he's amazing in the ring. But he still has this vulnerability that not a lot of wrestlers have, which is mm-hmm. it's so impressive to have. And to show that side of you yeah, is like is crazy because it, it works so well. Um but yeah, they were as I say, the there were certain moves that I was like, wow, we don't see stuff like that anymore. Like the science, the the moonsault sequence.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Where he caught him and he's st- and then he's still got the moonsault in the um the backflip out of the ring where Cesaro caught him, things like that. Where mm-hmm. you see a lot of that. Do you know what else, right? Do you know, and this is like me being dead, sort of nitpicky, and like that's amazing. Is you can tell that he works, you can tell that Sammy still has his as his in these mindset. Because I don't know if you noticed, but when he was gonna when he was going to do that backflip off the ropes outside the ring, he kicks his arrow because he took a little bit too much time. So he kicked him. Like to be like, you're not just gonna stand there and wait. All right. Like, I'm gonna like back <laughs> it, yeah. So you're like, oh god. And then you're like, yeah. oh actually, you've hit me. So I'm a bit like dazed <clears throat> because <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> because Sammy knew he took. Like a second too long, so he was like, "I'm gonna have to do something."
1: Yeah,
0: because why would you just stand there for four or five seconds? And that's such an indie thing. That's not a WWE thing. Like, you don't you don't get that in WWE, where it's like in WWE, it's like you know, you stand in the boys like that's what you do. So little things, I you just I don't like it. Must be it just knowing that sequence and knowing what he does and stuff like that. Like, yeah, it was so good. Um. But yeah, I think um uh, the match itself, as you say, stands up without really trying. Like um, it's just amazing. To be fair, what there was something else I wanted to mention as well. Oh, the the um the European uppercut, that was brutal man. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> When he like oh he went so high and then kicked out after one. Like what yeah. the hell man? Like, mm-hmm. he was just like nope, like what the hell? But that when he like lifted them, I forgot he even did that because he just that all really does it very often. Um, but yeah, I right. Do you want to add anything else? Feel like I went like no, oh. no, no. Add on this one. Like this was pure wrestling, pure. Um, what is your rating for this match? I give it four.
2: Did you have yeah, me two,
0: Cameron? What did you give it?
2: I was um, obviously in a very, very good mood. I gave it four
0: point five. Wow, wowzers! Let me uh, let me write it down what we're you doing here, Four point five, four. That's a that's a that's an impressive one, though. Oh yeah. Um, and then right, what did you think about the uh, the hook at the end, like Cesaro...
1: Interesting, sportsmanly. Mm, yeah. Because actually, mm. uh, now that we can put it in a timeline, like yeah. knowing that the main event of the next one, it's not Cesaro that's there; it's Tyson Kidd that's there. Mm. Whereas I think yeah. this seemingly would like you, you'd almost allow this to be a number one contenders match, yeah. you know. Um, but clearly, Cesaro. This might have been Cesaro, sort of. I'm done in NXT. I've done what I need to do. Yeah. I'm back yeah. to the main roster, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it was like to
0: kind of get Cesaro, uh, to get Sammy over. Yeah. Like he used it. I think that was a lot of matches to be fair. They used a lot of people to get the NXT guys over. I feel mm-hmm. like. Um,
1: but yeah, I liked it. And even, then, even dusted off a phone book for another one.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> The Ole chants and all that love all that, it's all good, man. It's all good, uh, and then we got uh, a Mojo Raleigh promo, okay. Um, because he, he doesn't get hyped. I stays.
1: genuinely thought, right? I thought they were gonna sprinkle these out throughout yeah. the night of just being these are the kind of people that you can see if you watch NXT every <laughs> Thursday. Yeah, I didn't, I, I just forgot. Like when CJ Parker came out, I thought. Well, Who is he facing? Because I always, for whatever reason, I always put C.J. Parker with the Owens debut, and I yeah. thought, well, no, this isn't the Owens debut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought this is just going to be some sort of like pithy squash thing, isn't it? <laughs> and when it was Mojo, I was like, oh, okay, that's what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: did anybody notice the uh, the Mojo section
1: in the? Yeah. In the- but weirdly, my attention was drawn more to them during the main event because I thought you yeah. put have been sat there in your <laughs> mojo t shirts. <laughs> what the hell? What's going on? Um yeah, so we got a
0: mojo rally promo, which seems to be a thing that like a running thing that you get a promo for the wrestler that I I assume they're pushing a little bit harder than the the other people, we we'll say. Um so yeah, Mojo, you don't get hyped. Stay hyped. Um interesting fact about Mojo Riley: Um we were watching an NXT, me and my wife. Not my wife at the time, but back in the day we used to watch um we used to watch NXT on a Sunday, uh, with pancakes. That was our thing. Um, which was always a good time. Mojo Riley came out one time
2: and um Rach said You're like you a, a pancake on the floor
0: or something. Rachel said, um, and I quote, she looked at him and was like, hey, is that a, <laughs> is a... That, is that Gary's son from Friends? And I was like, what? She was like, you know Gary, I think he Rappaport. Rap- Michael rap- rap. Michael Rappaport. Right, right? She was like, is that a son or something? Because they look uncannily like each other. And I know? was like, no, nah, I don't think so. And since that moment in our house, Mojo Riley, every single time he's been seen, doesn't matter if it's on NXT, doesn't matter if he's winning stuff at WrestleMania. Oh, well, it's Gary. <laughs> it just gets called Gary. Gary. Look <laughs> down. Juice Robinson versus Gary. Have you even wrote it down? Gary.
1: <laughs> Juice Robinson versus Gary. There we are <laughs> yeah. in the universe.
0: <laughs> 2 story, man. But yeah, C.J. Parker versus Mojo Riley. C.J. Parker, of course, becomes um, Juice Robinson in New Japan and um, AEW. Apparently, he absolutely hated the C.J. Parker Parker character. Um, But if you look at him and you're thinking, Jesus, that's a look. He went on to marry Tony Storm, so stick with it, guys. Stick with it. Sometimes it works out for you. you no, know I mean sometimes it works out. Uh this was a bit of a mad one. I even right, so I wrote CJ Parvers Mojo Raleigh, and then underneath that I wrote Juice Robinson versus Gary. And underneath that, I put both off the heads. <laughs> They're just off the heads, are I'm just like <laughs> why would you why would you do like so we're so putting together our first um our first uh like special we need to make it big we need <laughs> to make names in we need to do it we're gonna put John Cena in the uh, in the audience we're gonna get some legends and that we're gonna do that we're gonna have people come out and introduce stuff you know what I mean what do we need to be the second match <laughs> Mojo Riley and CJ Parker yes yes one stays hyped and one's trying to be an eco warrior the like, jock
1: versus the protester
0: like I yeah <laughs> What what what
2: says you about this match, Callum? Um I feel bad just saying it's very basic, but right. it, it it was a a huge gulf between this match and the opener, yeah. and you could tell how far both Mojo and CJ had to go. Still, like whereas Zayn and Cesaro are main roster ready, you watch this and you think. You're not really going to go very far if this is the standard that you're you're currently going at. Um, honestly, like the same as you, Adam. Like the only thing I remember C.J. Parker for was for the match against KO and breaking Owens' nose. But then I remember, didn't he have like a beard and he was carrying out a sign at this time? So his character had actually developed a bit more after from doing a silly dance. Um, didn't have this terrible hair either, did he? Was his hair this terrible? Um it a bit more bushier, I think. I mean I... Yeah.
0: it wasn't like it wasn't shitlocks, was it? It was Yeah. Um I are not called shitlocks, but I know there's something like that. Dreadlocks I think... what? dreadlocks.
2: dreadlocks. <laughs> no, it's not
0: dreadlocks, is it? He hasn't got dreadlocks because it's like It is dreadlocks, surely. No, it's it? I thought it was like like twisted differently, like a... I didn't think it was dreadlocks.
2: But yeah. Anyway, go well, on. Sorry. It's it's a match where if it happened on on a main roster show between two very experienced wrestlers, I'd be very uninterested in it. Mm. Um but because it was just on a an XT yeah, the first special, you had to expect matches that you're not really going to enjoy. And mm. that was one of these matches.
0: Yeah, it was uh, definitely just a bit of filler, wasn't it? Um yeah. a, what, what are you what are you thinking? What do you say? Like
1: exactly the same. This was like a TV squash match. This was, yeah, again not not were, and definitely not up to the quality where we expect takeovers to become, and um, mm-hmm. you know what we know about them. Like this wouldn't have ended up on Brooklyn. You know, it yeah. would have. You know, this was a sort of, we're still finding our feet. So there's almost like a, a leniency and a forgiveness to that, but yeah. it was just Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I mean, we started talking
0: about doing this NXT thing and I went back and watched the uh, the NXT episodes with the crowning of the first um, NXT champ. So watch watched that tournament. And I'll be honest with you, yeah, um, This match would have been a main event on a show back then. I'll be honest, in <laughs> 2012. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Saying that, like, I don't know what it is, but I seem to have an affinity for proper shit wrestling because I watched all of 1995. So I have an affinity for wrestling that shouldn't be on shows. But do you want me... So obviously, like I keep saying, I've I've done notes on that, right? So with the Cesaro match, I wrote two pages of (laughs) Sammy. Sammy being like, this is amazing, blah, 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 all this stuff. All this, crazy. Um, Outside of CJ Parker, Mojo Riley, Juice Robinson and Gary, um I put both off the dead, Mojo Shackson in the guard. Parker's hair is here, it's terrible. One point five out of five. That's it. <laughs> That's all I wrote. That's it. Nothing else. Nothing about the match. Nothing about them doing stuff. Both off to dead. Shit here One point five. Let's go. Let's <laughs> do something else. I was like, oh my word. <laughs> um I, I suppose we've got to give it a rate. So what are you what are you
1: thinking? I was more generous than you. I gave it two. Wow, you are generous.
2: Too kind, Adam. I gave it 1.5 out of
0: five. I wasn't even going to give it the 1.5. I'll be honest with you. I wasn't even going to give it, like, a 0.5. It was getting one. And then I felt bad. I felt bad because I know how good Juice Robinson is. I think that's what it was. Like, madness. Uh, And then we get another, another promo. Emma Promo. I totally forgot that Emma. <laughs>
1: like,
0: do you know what's funny? Right? Like I know we're gonna talk. What about is the- that? Yeah. <laughs> like, that. Bubble isn't she? Bubbles. Yeah. Um, I know we talk about. We're gonna talk about the women's title match, but these are thi- these are things that NXT did that I feel like is like a running theme. And I can't really remember the, the weekly shows, so it may be. But the gimmick that they have and the way they were in the ring were very different. Yeah. Like, Emma.
1: Burn, 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 doing all this, got in the ring. Like, hands on hips, hit, stomping. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <I don't understand. laughs>
0: Yeah. But then got in the ring and was, like, unreal. So you just, like... Gotta
1: come at go, me, bitch. Let's go. Yeah,
0: like, <laughs> It's like, what the... What? This doesn't make sense. Like, anyway. 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 Right, Emma promo. There you go. Australian doing her thing. I always... Do you know what? The only thing I think about Emma is of being, like, so happy and so, like, proud that Elimination Chamber was going to Perth and then getting the phone call, like, an hour later and being like, oh, my God, I'm so happy. This is amazing. Going to my hometown... Whoop, whoop, and then Cortney and being like, no man, Scott ruth So that awesome, yeah. like <laughs> heavy, heavy that um, tag team championship matches. <laughs> so we've got the we ascension the the current NXT champ. Wait, what are you thinking about? Um, what do you think about the NXT tag team title design belts back back here?
1: I, I, I quite liked them. The sort of you know the back and gold switch. I think I prefer the, mm. new, the current ones. You know, really, I quite like these ones.
0: Yeah, if they were a little bit bigger, I'd be I'd be banging. Um, so we've got the Ascension versus uh Too Cool. <laughs> and Scotty Dewalti. You seem to be shocked by this. What's your? It what's was you uh, the
2: came
1: the Ascension came out, and I thought, is this the Luch Dragons match? That was my thought as well. Yeah. And then it was, yeah.
2: turned up. And I thought, oh, no, it's that one. <laughs> that one. Yeah. You're
1: yeah. not a fan. I mean, I like too cool as much as the next person. I mean, <laughs> I think I prefer Scotty to Grandmaster, but. Yeah. Like.
0: Rest in peace, Grandmaster, obviously.
1: Well, this was just, it felt like a waste. It
0: felt like a what? What were you doing? This is what I'm talking about, though. I feel like this is, this is getting the ascension over. Like this is what it was for. Is it though? But I mean, they
1: did a good job. Like, like two- not like, like obviously they do a good job. But like, there's nothing to this where it's like you remember that team from ten years ago, puss. Because let's face it, ten years ago has been generous. That's 2004. That's Rikishi and Scotty on SmackDown. You're talking like 15 years before this, right? Like Twenty five years ago now, Christ.
0: Um, well, Sutton, incestant is. On one of the episodes in 2012, Scott what he wrestled. Just on his own. Just come out. Well, his thing. Yeah, he's that's... still wrestling now, isn't he? He's still
1: he, yeah. he can still go. Yeah, yeah, fans fans. Let's uh let's I don't just... know. He's did got he... hair now. Is his passport
0: I mean, stamped to Turkey? Though. I don't
1: know.
0: Yeah. Like, um, yeah. He doesn't need his lid because he's not into you know what I mean? Like just yeah. come out with Elsa Atoll. Um yeah, that's what I wrote. I was like, Scotty what balls.
1: Yeah,
0: transplant. Well he is. And then rest in peace. Give him master sexy. Um Connor's still wrestling.
1: Although, not to necessarily make you feel bad about this, would this not be around the time that you had chemo? <laughs>
0: hmm. I did not think of
1: that. It's, sorry, so it's literally just popped into my head.
0: 2040. No, I don't think it is.
1: I'll never look. You carry on. Okay,
0: um, Connor of Ascension is still wrestling in uh, TNA this this week. In fact, if you're wondering where Connor is, don't know where. It was still on Connor and um Victor, Victor. Victor. Oh, Steve. Um, yeah, still wrestling in TNA is Con. Don't know why Con. No, ten ten
1: years before it was 2004 that he was diagnosed with testicular cancer.
0: Yeah,
1: I thought that. Never mind. My fault. Right. Maybe he just likes to look. You know he's mean? 50 now, though he's our Scott. Yeah. He's in the UK he's been in the UK quite
0: yeah, a lot now. Yeah, yeah. yeah doing like hours and that.
1: Just in case anyone is interested, the match that we missed on the pre show was Mason Ryan versus Sylvester LaFort.
0: <laughs> who's Sylvester LaForte?
1: Someone
0: so, who in NXT? <laughs> Mason Ryan's in Cirque de Soleil. Just so you know. That's where
1: he is now. Well, right, hang on. Right, so Sylvester 4, right, known for his time in the NXT territory as Sylvester 4, and for his time in TNA under the ring name Basile Baraka. Do you know that name? No. Nope. Nope. Basile Baraka. Basile Baraka. No. Nope. B.A. Um, Barakas.
0: B. <laughs> I don't even know what it looks like. We'll have to Google that. Uh Callum, what do you think of um, the Ascension versus Too Cool.
2: So I remember around this sort of time, there was so much talk about the Ascension obviously being, like, at that period, one of the longest reigning NXT tag teams. And then there was the thing of them getting called up to the main roster. I think it must have been around start of 2015. And then they were completely um, squashed by the APA and New Age Outlaws. Such and... a bad
0: fumble. List. Such a bad fumble. Like...
2: Yeah. But then then you watch this match, and it may just be because they're facing a tag team who I can only imagine hadn't really wrestled a great deal around this time. There was nothing in this match that was like, that told me, oh, the Ascension are going to be the tag team for the next five years. So if I'm watching this for the first time and watching this tag team, I'm like, oh, well, yeah. Why should I be getting excited? And... Um, but it's a very it was a very strange choice of, of match, and I would even say a very strange choice of opponents because this was around the time when New Age Outlaws came back and faced um I think it either beat the Usos or Rhodes and Goldust for the tag title. So not
0: so long before did
2: it? Uh, I think that got mentioned actually, was not it? That they, they got mentioned. So like yeah. I wouldn't have been against them saying oh we're gonna do champions versus champions non-title match. Mm. Um because I think probably both Road Dogg and Billy Gunn would have been able to carry a match better than what um, Scotty Too Hotty and Grandmaster Sex they were able to because you look at a tag team like The Ascension who hadn't really had a lot of experience and they were having to carry the main load of this match and it just, it didn't, it didn't click for me at all and when you think of every other tag team match that we saw in the future on TakeOvers, they were getting better than the last... And for me, Ascension are just going to be a tag team really in in the background of NXT history of great tag teams because there was a lot that followed them that were absolutely incredible and the Ascension were just there.
0: Yeah, I think... Yeah, I think you've done the Ascension a little bit short. But I think they were amazing. Hmm. But, as you say, what followed them mm-hmm. was just, like, next level. So, mm-hmm. like, they just didn't have a chance. Do you know what I mean? Like, if, obviously, like, like, DIY and alphas and, and mm-hmm. uh, not FTR, but the Revival and all that, if they didn't happen, The Ascension would be up there with one of the best NXT champion, uh, tag teams they was. Mm-hmm. But because of the series of matches that came after it, and going into like like the NXT that we all kind of know and love and yeah, precious. It's like they just automatically falls down the list. Mm. Like maybe they wouldn't if it wasn't such a high level. Know what I mean? Um, I love the Ascension. I'll be honest, and um, I don't know if he listens, but. Um, Tom Robinson, who used to do the Armbar Express, was the biggest Ascension fan. Like, every every single opportunity he had to talk about the Ascension, to mention the Ascension, to do anything about them, he'd throw in. And it was like, it, even when it wasn't a really good segue, it always made me laugh. Because he was always like, I oh, the Ascension! <laughs> like, because he just loved them. But, big fumble on the main roster. I'll say. But back to the actual match. Um, yeah, they were, I think they were on a pure tear, too. Uh, next. Mm-hmm. Too Cool, I quite liked. Like I quite liked the idea of Too Cool being it. Was you... Callum, did you see Too Cool... You wouldn't have seen Too Cool when they were Too Cool, would you?
2: No. No, this is probably my first match that I've seen Too Cool wrestle, which right. doesn't really inspire me to go back to watch anything else. Well, I'm. Um,
0: I don't know. What, do you, obviously, you remember too cool. Yeah, I remember too hot, too sexy, no. being too, too much. That's how I I remember them before they got all like banging it, banging it, banging it. I remember all. Like, I remember too much. Like I remember it so much that they were just too hot, too sexy, and me and my mate. I was in his phone. Was too hot, and he was in my phone. Was too sexy, and we were <laughs> too... that's how much I remember. Is
1: this the same mate you had Billy and Chuck's ringtone? But... Yeah, and then it evolved slightly
0: into he was he was he was in my phone as Chuckykins, and I was in his phone as Billykins because that's what they used to call each other. And then we used to have the yeah
2: man. The you just be was... like a tag team as years have evolved. So like yeah. in 2007, you had him down as Domino, and he had you down as deeps yeah, that was it. Yeah,
0: right now, now you're
1: pretty deadly.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> well, I think I think at the minute he's Tom and I'm Nick. I think that's what we are. <laughs> um So yeah, I, we I think we peaked with uh, Billy and Chuck. I think we were just like we're not getting better than this. We're done. It's all good. Uh, I will say, and it needs to be mentioned, the worm is still super over here. Like,
1: how pathetic super- is that move
0: though? Like it's so bad, but it's so over. Um and the Ascension's double team finish the fall man. Whoa, what a finish. Woo! That's a double team moving it after
1: I'm good selling
0: of all that. Um yeah, it's said pretty much what you, you were saying. Like apart from I was like two coolers, one of them cool nostalgia acts that everyone kind of gets excited about because. They like the music and they like the worm and you know what I mean. The, the actual fundamentals of it doesn't really matter, to be honest. You just get all excited and you're like, ah, oh, the music. Ah, oh, let's do some digging. Let's do the worm. You no, know I mean all that stuff. Um. So yeah, I I quite liked it. Um. I give it two point five out of
2: five.
1: You generous man. I gave it two. Did you? What, yeah, you? I gave
2: that. I gave it two out of five as well. Okay.
0: I, I think I just, yeah, I like a bit of nostalgia, don't I? Oh, no, man. It's nostalgia to me. It's new to you. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> to me, it's like, oh, I remember this from when I was a kid. And Callum's like, what is this? Absolute garbage. You know what no, I mean? Jesus. Um, then we got little ringside people, didn't we? Got Rick Flair and Charlie. Charlie uh, evasion one, didn't we? Yeah,
1: Charlotte with so, a different face, yeah.
0: Yeah, face. I put Charlie face-face. Yeah, first face. First face, third teeth. First face. Yep. Uh, yeah, she looks completely different. It's unreal. Like,
2: man.
0: Yeah. looks proper healthy there, though. Like, 10 years ago, he proper sad, didn't he? Like, mad. Uh, so then we've got the NXT Women's Championship. You know what's really weird? It's kind of jarring that they still call them Divas.
1: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> there's, quite, there's quite a few observations on this one in that, like, yeah, they still refer to them as divas, even though they're calling it the NXT Women's Championship. Like, even Tom on commentary says, "divas." You know, these yeah. divas, these di- you know. Yeah. Um, Stephanie McMahon comes out as if like she's announcing the the yeah. brand new evolution. You know, um, I and mean, any any reasons this is Stephanie? But as soon as I, when I was watching it, and I was like, right, well, this I, I was expecting the, but then it was like, fell down, and the queen fell down. And I thought, oh, here we go.
2: like, <laughs> the
1: guy's gonna be happy. Here we go. The guy
2: in the crowd was tight shouting, "You still there got we it? Go. Yeah. You still Never. To,
1: what? Like, you're walking out with <laughs> microphone up? Like, yeah, no wonder she didn't lose it. She's not got arthritis. She's fine. Like." very Right. Some things. Uh, former women's
0: champion. Away, I can walk. Former women's champion. Thank you very much.
1: All right. Yeah, because that's memorable. Just saying. All right. Does Harvey Whippleman move
0: on? <laughs> uh So yeah, women's championship. Um Steph comes out, says she's like the women can do it better. I mean, I can understand where the women's revolution. Idea came from, and I can understand why Page takes a lot of credit for it. I'll be honest. Um, so yeah, still divas. Yeah. Um.
1: Seeing Paige with that title, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, I did. I wrote, ooh, that belt. Oh. Oh. Ooh. I think like you no, know, when you're like, oh, yeah, had the big, the big gold belt. I like that one. Oh, the eagle belt. Oh, I like that one. Oh, the brass pennies. Remember that one? Ooh. <laughs> Would this be the creamy belt? Would this what was that what was that is that was that be called? <laughs> That'd be
1: stained and the tainted belt.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Like Leave it a
1: wash. That's all I think.
0: Oh my god. So yeah, we've got um, Emma doing a dance. Um and then Paige being the we got a little page thingy. Well,
1: because you just said it, slight segue. Emma doing a dance. Did you hear on commentary that Emma became number one contender six weeks ago because she won a dance battle?
0: No, one ever got on to that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is what brought her to the dance, isn't
1: it? Literally. Yeah. Like, don't yeah, come out and call it an evolution when you're given a number one contendership to a woman who won a dance battle. Yeah, that's... I mean... Part of her gimmick is dance. Okay, well, I always say this,
0: but we, we had a time when... Sisha's very first title defense was a gravy ball match. So
1: slight improvement. Slight and improvement.
0: And she's she's known as one of the latest women's champs ever. I mean, I mean, I'm
1: old enough to remember raw opening with Chris Jericho winning musical chairs because usually was GM, so yeah. <laughs> it's a different world. It's a different world. Um
0: I remember crushing hard on page. Back, back, back here. You he look so young here. I, like, I was like... Like, I never realised. Like, watching it now, I was like, wow. She is crazy young. But 10 years ago, I was like, oh, I love Paige. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, she looks so different now as well. Like, yeah. this is like...
1: against version, <laughs> <weird. But> <laughs>
0: version one. What? Version one.
1: Version one, yeah.
0: Sex day Paige. Um, What? Weird. Like it's mad what's that like? What mad.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we need to move on. This isn't what we thought about. Um yeah, I love I love Paige. And I think I always think as well that like even even like at in this match, which is unquestionable, we'll say certain things. Um you can still see that she is, like, sort of a level above the, uh, the like, divas we've seen in the past. So, mm-hmm. You can just tell that she's, like, this is what she does. This Like, she wrestles. She doesn't look good. She, no, she doesn't look good. But she's not, like... She, she That's not
1: good. Yeah. <laughs> <Earth>. <laughs>
0: like, she can't dress herself. No, I don't mean like that. I mean, like, that's not what it's about. It's about being in a ring. Like, and she's, like hold their craft more so than anybody else i would say before that really not not anyone else these, these you get bits and bobs but like the main quote-unquote divas hmm. like she's a different breed i think and you can see that here but Emeralds at all don't get me wrong emma's like emma does a thing um but yeah what as i said earlier on it's one of them things where Emma was doing this, like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, got in, and then was just like, nah, I'm in the ring now, let's do this. And then battered Paige. Like, face just battered it. And as well, another thing, Paige makes everything look like it hurts. Like, mm. she's getting hurt, or she's hurting someone. It always looks like her hurts. Like, that's, that's cool. know what I mean? In fact, Rachel's watching this a little bit with me. Got up to about this point when I was watching it and then she was like, oh, she's got lipstick on her seat I can't watch it. I went upstairs. (laughs) That was literally (laughs) She was like, I'm out. I can't deal with that. Like, um, what, what would you say about this
2: match? How So, now you talk about the different sort of characters within, you know, for Emma and Paige. Like, the promo packages that they had before the match, Emma came across almost as like this Sort of girl next door, sort yeah. of style, um, typically sort of typical fun-loving Australian, um, that you could see on the set of Home and Away, um, but probably get pushed off the cliff within a few weeks on Neighbours. Whereas, whereas Paige, it was like not your stereotypical diva, and obviously that was brought across far more once she made the move onto the main roster. Um, the match itself was okay. I think I. I I think I thought that it was going to be a really, really good match because I remember a lot of people talking about it at the time, saying, oh, you've got to check out this Paige Emma match from NXT Arrival. It's, it's nothing that you've seen ever before. Mm-hmm. Um, so going back, watching it 10 years later, like you think it's all right. But as we've already said on this podcast, what follows the years later is some incredible women's matches, like the the whole trilogy that that Sasha and Bailey had, the the fatal four way between the four horsewomen that only happened like fifteen months later, and then you look at this match and you think neither of them are at, at the level where they could go to the main roster yet. They're both still relatively relatively new and fresh, and they need to sort of work on a few things to to build before heading to the main roster. Yeah. And you look at the the Emma character that she had a year later where she was teaming with Dana Brooke, and it was this sort of darker assassin style Emma. That character that she had then fitted her far better than the character that she had now. Mm. Like, the, the way that her promos changed and just the whole nature, she was a completely different persona completely. And I'd like, say it was quite similar to the transition that Rhea Ripley has had. So Rhea Ripley in the Mae Young Classic in, what, 2017, 18, similar to Emma, was this fun-loving girl next door, Australian. And then sort of a year or two later, when she was back in the May Young Classic, she was completely different. And, what, four or five years later, she is one of the main female wrestlers in the world. Um, and I do think Emma had that same potential, but just through releases and through working at different companies, she's never really been able to hit the level that perhaps 10 years ago she'd hoped to have hit. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah. I do agree. Um, what Would you want to add anything, Adam? Is there anything that you would say? There
1: were, like, there were four issues, again, of seeing where it was going. And I think we, we talk about this a lot in that, you know, you, you're sort of your page, your age. All around this time, we're on the periphery of Sasha, you know Charlotte Bailey, Becky coming in and making that sort of big change, and obviously Paige had some interaction with those kinds of people. But I think injuries hindered it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, this was a sort of a bit, a bit. It felt grittier. It felt like they were definitely taking it more seriously than they were doing yeah. before. Um, mm-hmm. I think Emma. Emma just generally in NXT was an underrated one. Like all the time, you know, people were sort of overlooking her a little bit. But yeah,
0: yeah, I um, yeah, I kind of like, I kind of wrote that everything seemed a little bit more like hard hitting. I think that was like it. Like every move seemed to be a little bit more aggressive. Every the in-between bit seems a little bit more fluid than a lot of other matches I'd seen before. But as you say, it's like, going back 10 years, you're like, Jesus, this is this is a bit messy compared to the absolute sublime matches that we've seen since. Uh, but if you look at what, happened, what was going on before it, this was, again, levels above. Do you know what I mean? There's no two ways about it. This was something completely different. It's just this was the the precursor of what was gonna happen. So it's falls in that weird time zone of um this is really good, but this is really not good when you look back. Do you know what I mean? Um I I give this two what did they give this? 2.5 out
2: of five. I said.
1: I gave it a three. Did you? Mm. Oh, nice. Mm.
2: Yeah, I gave it three out of five as well.
1: Did you? What's Paige's finisher
0: That she does to win this match.
1: Was this the it's PTO? Because like the the page it, it was the page turner, the DDT. Turner, yeah. Was that wasn't it? The
2: it PTO. was like a scorp. It was like a scorpion.
0: Yeah, Rikos so was scorpion
1: crosslock, didn't he? Yeah,
2: yeah, scorpion right. crosslock.
0: Yeah, I can't remember what she actually called it. Wasn't it the PTO?
1: It might have been. Was it?
0: Mm. Okay. I just wondered because they didn't have any. Um, when we see Pat Patterson and Dusty in the in the crowd, Ooh. A little bit of Dusty.
1: Me you know. and Pat got beef.
0: Mm, you and Pat got beef. What have we got beef with Pat? For?
1: I've told you about this.
0: Oh yeah, you have. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you have. Uh, beef. Yeah. Well, you can't can't cash it in now because he's not here. So wow. You know, that's pretty sad, done in it. Shame. Yeah. No. Um. Then we get Xavier
1: Woods. Um. Versus Talleyes. Or do we? Mm-mm-mm. We get the battle of the up up down down.
2: Yeah. They they probably wish that they simulated this match.
0: So yeah, they come out all ready for a match. Talleyes being mm, gorgeous. Um. Uh, and then out comes Alexander Rusev. Two names. Lana. Um and absolutely batters them yeah Um, do you know what's weird that I noticed about Lana which I've never ever noticed before
1: no do I want to know what do I want (laughs) to know
0: not like in a way I don't know if it's a weird thing but the heels she wears are so high that her feet look like they don't like they don't make sense like I don't know how she wore like next time she comes out just take a glance. Have a look it at the heels. So it looks so uncomfortable. Like I don't know if th- I don't know if this is just because I'm getting old. I don't know, but I've never noticed it before. But a foot looks so like distorted because it's weird. Oh, it's, it would probably freak me out. Um, and then Lana's Russian accent. Yeah, Actually, I forgot it was even a thing.
1: Still picking that one around.
0: Yeah, doing a little Russian accent. A Russian accent is like miles worse than Florence Pews in um Hawkeye.
1: Oh, I mean Florence Pews, yeah. Like we ain't sh- touching it.
0: Yeah, we need to we need to take lessons on this and tell them Um to be fair Florence Pew in general is just an yeah absolute talent. But anyway, that's not what we're about. That's a different podcast. Um
1: so yeah they got all like smashed to bits that was fun. It did, yeah. Oh, we're, at this point. We're a year away from sex in the tank.
0: Sex in the tank.
1: Yeah. Mm. I feel like this has
0: been a really roundy episode.
1: Uh, Weird. It was just. It was just. when I watched it, I thought he, he's literally one year away from facing Cena at Mania. Yeah. I wonder <clears> if, <throat> if
0: they were, I wonder if they were together the year then. Because didn't you just get that paid? went
1: through my head as well. That like when they were stood together, I thought. No offense to him, but how she looked at him and gone.
0: Yeah. Stick with it, guys. All right. Stick with it, guys. Juice Robinson. eh? Hey, CJ Parker is married to Tony Storm and Rusev. Alexander Rusev. He's married to Lani. You keep chasing. Madness. Never give up, guys. Um then we got back more legends. We've got Larry bit Larry Labisca. Larry Zabitsko, yeah, there you go. Steve Kane who was Skinner. I'm assuming you two have no idea who Skinner is.
2: Yes, I do. The principal, superintendent, hey.
0: um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not the superintendent, though, is he? yeah. I know that's
2: Chalmers, that's his typing yeah. partner, um, yeah, I'm um, area and uh, Larry Larry Zabitsko. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: we get a random HBK. Showing, I didn't
2: even know that was a thing. It's a ladder match, like, whenever there's a ladder match for NXT, like, you gotta drag him out. Like, he'll be, he'll be wheeled out in 10 15 years' time, I'm <laughs> certain.
1: Like, that year just... where he just like pulled the ladder out and just pushed it in the ring, <laughs> <laughs> and then that was it. Yeah, he's just like, here you go, I'm a ladder. Yeah. Um, comes out,
0: does his thing, HB shizzle, you know what I mean? One more match, uh, all that, all that good stuff. I like the fact that he's like, Yeah, why would they want to? Come out of retirement. I'm fat and bald and I'm I'm, I'm underdressed. Like how to do that? No one needs that shit. Um, peddling his DVD, obviously, which is a blue Ray, and then <laughs> we get uh, he gets his little thing in, um, because I think the whole point of that thing was to be like, yeah, yeah, they're gonna get a lot of the match, and then they get to <clears throat> step into greatness because. It's a lot that all right. Um yeah, and then you get Bo Dallas versus Adrian Neville, two names again. You know what I mean? Um yeah. Uncle Howie versus the bastard Pack. You know what I mean? That's what <laughs> so, you know what's funny about this match, right? And I'm gonna throw it out right. I'm just gonna say it right here. The idea that Bo Dallas Bo leave all that stuff could take it to Pac is nuts. <laughs> like, Pac is absolutely brutal. Like, he'll... Uh, yeah. So, to have these two in the ring is nuts.
1: I but, can't quite believe that Bo Dallas was still a choice of, like, main, ta- main champion on a show. Really? Like, I don't know. Like, Bo
0: Dallas, like, that gimmick, I loved. I absolutely loved it. Like it was just so clever the fact that he was like so delusional. Like he thought
1: it's just not my kind of wrestler, I think. I think that's what it is. Do you think? Yeah. Okay. I don't mean I don't mean this in a negative way, and hopefully you'll get where I'm coming from. It's very QT Marshall. Yes. It's solid. Yeah. It's exactly what it needs to be. Yes. But it's not flashy. Yes. You know.
0: I get you. I'm with you. I like I, I did like Bulldollas, I'll be honest. I was a, I was a fan. He did say he was the fourth champion though, and I can't think who who it went through to get to Bo. So it was Seth. Biggie. Then, Biggie.
1: Yeah. Then, Neville. Then so who's the Neville is the fourth. He said he was the fourth. He said Bow was the fourth. Yeah. That's what I thought. Maybe I've missed it. That's what I
0: was thinking. I thought I was missing someone.
1: Yeah, but again, Bo Dallas beating Big e. Um. <laughs> um, you know, I'm sure it should have it, it should have been Neville, is the fault, because he was. Oh, maybe I've just missed <laughs> it. All right, that's what I was
0: thinking. Uh 260 days as champ as well. Not not no paper champ.
1: I no mean they recorded champ. like eight episodes in one block. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? So he's the most of those days were it on his couch. <laughs> or 260 days
0: oh. so just saying first argument. yeah what are you saying what are you saying about this one does it end abruptly for you
1: yeah I because Bo was on the outside and mm-hmm. they kept sort of saying like this is Neville's time and usually when they go this is Neville's time to go and get it it never is the time to go get it yeah. But again, I thought, well, Bo's not a springboardy kind of guy, so he's not like he's going to just leap up and springboard. But yeah. then when he when Neville pulled it down, I thought, oh, okay, that's Would it. You... Yeah. yeah, like I was a bit like, oh,
0: I kind of yeah. looked down, looked up, and he was up the ladder, and I
1: was like, yeah,
0: you're not of to a minute ago. What's going
1: on? Like this, this is going to sound negative, but it was a very basic ladder match. Mm. I wrote that right. I I wrote down yeah.
0: that although. None of it was like relatively innovative Mm. in the sense that it was like, oh my god, they're like reinventing the wheel. They've never done this and all that stuff. None of that happened. But everything that they did with the ladder and the the way they worked it was like super crisp. Mm. Like Mm -hmm. they worked well on the fundamentals of a ladder match. I think, and I didn't think they overcomplicated it. I didn't think they they tried to do this the like one mega spot that is gonna like live forever. Like I quite like that. I like the fact that they were like, right, we need to make sure it's solid rather than it's I'm gonna do this crazy ass flippy shit off the top. i um, the only thing I'm shocked about is that um. We didn't get a Red Arrow off the top of the ladder. I thought that's what, what I thought. I
1: when it started, I did think like, do, does he do it? Does he not? Do yeah, it? yeah.
0: I thought that might be a thing because it causes like the extra space to do the corkscrew and that. But the I'm one glad they didn't.
1: They had was, I don't know about you, but like obviously high fine wrestlers by the trade, jump off the top rope, jump off the ropes, do do all this kind of stuff. But if they've got a diving move as their finisher. Every single time a top rope wrestler goes to the the top, you're thinking, oh, they're going to go and hit the finisher now. And it's like, well, actually, by yeah. time, they should have a number of different moves that they could perform at that point, and it shouldn't yeah. just be, oh, surely now they're going for the finisher. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was, I don't know, it was weird because it was like really early on when Neville goes for a red arrow, but then Bo rolls out the ring. I thought, well, he could have, he could have bit anything there, you know. But he's <laughs> a red arrow. was that? What is <laughs> uh, the red arrow on the
0: on the ladder was nice. I like mm-hmm. that. I forgot how good that like, obviously, because Pac's been away for a bit, he? So we haven't yeah. seen him. It's been
1: Bella's house, apparently.
0: Yeah, apparently. So, yeah. Sitting off with Finton, Finton mm-hmm. Senior. Um, I forgot what I was saying. Red arrow onto the ladder was nice. I like that.
2: So, oh, so
0: you <laughs> Sorry, I don't know where that came from. My bad, my bad, guys. Um, yeah, and then I just thought that Neville won out of nowhere. I think that was the the biggest thing for me. It was kind of like, oh, this a lot of match, oh, it's amazing. Um, so amazing. But yeah, but I forgot Neville won, so it was a nice surprise. For me.
1: You forgot the match was <laughs> happening anyway. So the whole thing was a nice surprise. I was, like, what is this? <laughs> the people. This new event
0: that we're watching. Oh, I've never seen this. But like, yeah, there was a lot of it. I think I was like, this was when I was sort of. I wasn't into NXT. I was like, I just need to watch NXT because everyone's talking about it. Mm
1: -hmm. And I don't
0: think afterwards I really watched it. And then I I, I got into it um, the next TakeOver, I think. Because Mm -hmm. you know what I think was happening? Because I started watching Ring of Honor in 2013. So all these matches, I was like, everyone was like, oh, my God. Because everyone who watched WWE was like, I've never seen matches like this before. Mm. And I was watching the books. And I was watching, like, Red Dragon and stuff. Do you know what I mean? So I was like, "Like this is proper good. Yeah, proper yeah. But good. Like, back then, Ring of Honor was amazing. Mm. So in my head, I was like, yeah, man, I need to watch this. And then I'd watch it. and it, Whereas everyone who only watched WWE, their mind was blown. Which is fine, and it should be. I was a bit like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, but yeah, feeling it. Do you know what I mean? So I think I didn't really get into NXT until the next one, and I was like, all right, now I need to, I need to watch this properly. And then that, that's when I like, I kicked in. But um, yeah, it was a good match. As I say, all all the uh, all the moves were done crisp and solid, and it wasn't messy. I thought it'd be messy, but then <laughs> um, I have the match. I give this three out of five.
1: I went three point five. Did you? I think you went to three, yeah. Three point five.
2: Um three point five out uh, of five.
0: Sweet. Right. As an event, as a whole, what was the thought?
1: Like I said before, you can see the starting of it. You can see what, the, the thinking of what it is that they're going to focus on in the future. Um, I wondered, I think at the time, if a stip would always be the thing that they tried to end with, but then they sort of shied away from that. They still went back a lot. There were a lot of stipulations going through NXT. Mm-hmm. Like they threw cage matches in there a little bit. Um, obviously, we ended up with war games when we ended up with war games, but... Oh yeah. They weren't, they weren't to shy away from it. Like the Iron Woman match as well, which we'll get to. Um yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, true, yeah. Um I it was one of them where like it was a solid two hours. Like the, the dips in it didn't take away from the the excitement level and the even the dips in it was kind of like you got that little nostalgia boost of like but the do you know what I mean? But But the Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> that little bit of it kind of carries it. Not carries it, but it wasn't like who's this guy? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like so I I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a solid, solid two hours. Um are we all are we all in agreement that Sammy and Cesaro was the match of the night.
2: Yeah, yeah, not even close. <laughs> Love that. I think, but when when you look at this show, you can tell, and you, you even look at the career trajectories of everyone that was on this show afterwards. And that's what I sort of tried to do at the end of every match. I was like, so where where did this person go? Mm. Cesaro went and had a good run on the main roster, and now he's in AEW doing excellently. Yeah. Sammy is one of the best baby faces in the, in the WWE right now. Mm-hmm. Next match, Mojo Rawley had an okay run with Zack Ryder, won a Battle Royal, got released. CJ Parker is probably one of the guys that WWE wishes that they still had. But in 2014, you wouldn't have known that he was going to go on to be Juice Robinson. And no. um, Connor and Victor's best time came in NXT because of the way that they were booked on the main roster. Mm-hmm. Then Emma and Paige probably unfortunate to, in, in Paige's case, have her own injuries, and then in Emma's case, probably came two, three years early for her own good. If she was mixing it up with Four Horsewoman, Eska, Alexa Bliss, she would have done well on the main roster. Um Xavier Woods is probably along with Sammy, like the biggest success story for WWE. Like you wouldn't have known 2014 Xavier Woods would go on to be part of the New Day. Um Tyler Breeze, another good guy in NXT, but not necessarily on the main roster. And then Adrian Neville have a great run with the cruiserweight title, now in AEW. And Bo is someone who in a way I'd say similar to The Ascension, had a really good run in NXT, but then was put in a really strange set of factions on the main roster, Social Outcast and B-team. And then... Are had B-team? The, the B-team. The B-team. Like, B-team, B-team. Like, yeah. go, 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 go. Like, and then obviously we don't know what the plans were because of Bray's passing. Like right yeah. now we could be talking about Bray and Uncle Howdy being tag team champions. Yeah. So... And like the, the 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 incredible thing, like you were saying with, with Bo, like he was so young at this show, like what he's twenty two, so that makes him do your math. So in thirty two now, probably you know around around the early thirties. So there is still that time for him to come back into the wrestling world, mm-hmm. and you know do whatever he wants to do, um, which makes this show feel sometimes shorter than ten years ago because you've got so many of these names who are still big stars within the industry and yeah. yet 10 years is a long time especially when you look at the the level that NXT has gone from since then to now like it wasn't like it was less than 2 years before they went on a UK tour like they were on a UK tour by the end of 2015 and really by the start of 2016 it was one of the it was for me like the best brand out of the three But in 2014, it still felt very, very raw. And if this was like my first exposure to NXT, I would be like, I don't think I'm going to tune in. Yeah. But by the end of that year, it was must-see viewing. So something good must have come out of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think this is a good starting point, I would say, Hmm. to be like, this is where it was at arrival. Let's see where we are in 12 months. And in 12 months, it's possibly the best brand, like for wrestling anyway. And mm. for like the way they did it and the, the difference of it. And I think the yeah. So it would be interesting to see that journey if this is what we're gonna do. Um as an overall for the event, what would you I said three overall? Three,
1: probably, yeah. Yeah, three.
0: Three's are a fair assumption. Mm. Um, so yeah, and I know where we've already talked about it, but uh both Alice is now um, doing his thing with Liv Morgan. So stick to it, guys. All right. You know what I mean? Follow your dreams, all
1: right. Would you like a preview of the card to come for NXT TakeOver? For the next one?
0: Well, this is this is the interesting thing. I wasn't gonna do this, but okay. we have talked
1: about it, right?
0: Um, I wasn't going to do this on podcast, but I am, because I think it'd be quite interesting. So, we've done NXT Arrival, right? Are we now thinking we're going to wait and do NXT TakeOver? Or are we actually going to do, like, not a weekly thing, but are we going to watch
1: it up to? What are you thinking? I'm a no straight off.
2: I'm a no. (laughs)
1: <laughs> like it took me five different attempts to watch. Oh, yeah, These two Never yeah, mind man. doing a weekly nxt.
2: It's <laughs> only <laughs> an
0: hour, forty so, minutes. So kids, only forty minutes.
1: Um, I can't commit. He
0: can't so get when, out this
1: spreadsheet. When's um, the
0: uh, When's the next one?
1: May May, yeah, May 29th 29th, Okay, all right, we can do that. Um, go on, give us a preview. I might just so, go on. Get ready. Get excited. Yeah, Adam Rose versus Camacho. <laughs> wow. Is that on the
2: actual main show? Yeah, that's
1: the main show. That's the first
2: match. <laughs> is this, wait, is this
1: like on the poster? No, I'm I'm going down the Wikipedia. I'm just not going right, to... Right, okay. It. I <laughs> thought he did like a poster and was like, Adam Rose and Camacho. No, <laughs> like, um, The Ascension versus El Cal and Kalisto for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Uh, uh,
0: Ascension still the NXT... Still champions,
1: champions at that point. Go, 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 go. Singles match to determine the number one contender to the NXT Championship, Tyler Breeze versus Sami Zayn. Yeah. For the NXT Women's Championship, the vacant NXT Women's Championship, (laughs) Um, Charlotte with Ric Flair versus Natalia with Bret Hart. Oh. See what they did there. And a singles match for the NXT Championship, Tyson Kidd versus Adrian Neville. I love that match.
0: Really, really love that match. Uh okay. Well we'll we'll get back to this in May. All right. <laughs> we uh I assume we're gonna do it in time ta- like Yeah,
1: well yeah, t- like, like we have been doing. So like we did the Eddie matches <laughs> and all yeah. that kind of stuff. We'll do it in time with yeah.
0: Yeah, we're not gonna do it like so tune in next week and we'll talk we'll take over yeah. we're gonna no, do it in May. No
1: no no
0: no <laughs> I might watch. I might watch I, I You can- do
1: you. You can be the person that fills me and Calum in on the build to these things. Okay. Uh-huh. You
2: can tell it like week by week why we're getting Adam Rose that's it I've I got like
0: doing... a whole every single show.
1: To watch, so I don't have time.
0: No matter what we're doing on the show, every single show, I'll do a five-minute rundown of the last month of NXT. Yeah, 10 years ago. yeah there we go.
2: Like... He'd already debuted on the main roster by then, hadn't he? Who? Adam oh, Rose. Possibly. Oh, God. God knows. God
0: knows. I mean the last time I seen Adam Rose he was Leo Kruger.
1: I Top didn't realise that Camacho was is it not Tamatonga? Who's the other one? Oh, uh, Tangaloa.
0: Tangaloa.
1: I didn't yeah. I didn't realise that was him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Wasn't he um the other Sinkara as well? No, that was Hunika. Hunako, oh. that's yeah. Because I know there's two Sinkara's and then one of them ends up being was somebody else that did
1: yeah, okay. yeah, Um but then isn't Unicorn now missed I no, I don't know. I was gonna say isn't now wrestling as mystical, but I think that's the oh, original synchronizer, isn't it? The original synchar, yeah. yeah. The botchy botch,
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: He's on um he's on AEW this weekend.
1: Did you did you see um Hechichero was on AEW? He was at the show that we went to. Yes, I did. Yeah. I, did so when I seen he this. heel, he comes out. He's big, beefy, and he's wearing black. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> man. Seeing them, the C CMLL people, almost like, do I know any of these? <laughs> yes, sir. Which one should we swing for Adam? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I did. I did. I'll be honest. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see what the next NXT uh, takeover is going to be. Um. Uh, we are planning to do a live watch along next week.
1: We are, unless Justin Timberlake gets in the way for me.
0: Well, unless Justin Timberlake
1: gets, (laughs) but
0: we shall see. We shall see. We shall see. So either I would say, I would say we're either going to be live next week, or we're potentially going to be off next week. There's no in between
1: see I would say it's either live or reactions, predictions on the Sunday.
0: Reactions, predictions on the Sunday. Yeah. There yeah. You go. yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that one. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um. Yeah. Would you like to add anything before we wrap this
2: Sunday job?
1: Uh. No.
2: No. Mm-hmm. Callum. I mean, I'm trying to think of a, a corny um, Justin Timberlake thing, but i I just had to look which band he was in, so carry on.
1: Oh, God, you're just That's not
2: what? in sync with his eye. Oh, damn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, thought, I thought it was the back for so, like, so Adam, tell me why you weren't here. <laughs> to, to do elimination chamber, but uh, it turns out I'm not in sync as you said. Um, all I remember with in sync was that they were in an episode of The Simpsons um, and they just said word for about yeah. 10 minutes and probably got paid. You did a little, like, like... little silly shuffle and just said word. Yeah, that's good.
0: <laughs> uh, yes, I don't really have anything to add to be fair. So, um, if you're still here and you're on YouTube, like, subscribe, tell us what you love or hate about uh, this NXT event. Uh, same with anything else. If you are anywhere and you see it and you're doing your thing, uh, let us know. And um, yeah, look after yourself. Uh, stay entertained and watch the wrestling you want to watch unless you haven't got anything to watch and you're like oh I want to watch a bit of wrestling that's proper decent watch my next from 10 years ago and we'll talk about it and um, we'll catch you next time bye